Hello, everyone, and welcome to EFG, LFG, PST. My name is Stephen Dutzman. I am your host, as always, and this is a World of Warcraft podcast for casual fans. I am joined this week by my very good friend of far too long, Dana Brown. How are you? I'm great, Steve. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm mad because we don't have a pre-patch date yet. Dude, don't even get me started. (laughs) And I'm not going to lie to you because I would never lie to you. I think they're going to delay Shadowlands. Uh, I just have a feeling. I have I a mean, feeling. If if they were to delay it, which would I think be a first for them, uh, it would slide it back into our original guesstimates. So I mean, I can't I can't fault them. I can't be mad about it. But if they do, I'm going to have to do some quick sleight of hand at work and be like, hey, so remember these two days that I really wanted off? Uh, can I move that real quick? Don't worry about it. Yeah. Let me tell you all about how much I don't want them to push the expansion into the release date for the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X, which I pre-ordered both of them. Oh. And I don't want to – I don't know how I would do it. Like how would I – That would be a lot of content. How would I do World of Warcraft – and I, I would have to hire someone. With each week that passes without an announcement of a pre-patch date, mm-hmm. I think it becomes more and more likely that they will delay the game. At the end of the day, what they don't want is to release a broken or unfinished game. People will not forgive them. Right. People are what they are. And so I totally get it. But that terrifies me. Yeah, um, I mean, they, they kind of did that with Warlords of Draenor, I think. They they kind of tossed us an unfinished expansion, and people ate them alive for it. Yeah. So I, I think that they're really trying not to have that happen again, but, like, beta feedback so far hasn't been much better than that. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of stuff to do, and I think a big piece of it is... I mean, they're still tuning. They actually literally changed in the last week. They literally took out and replaced the Venthyr Rogue Covenant ability. It's just completely different now. And this one is even more confusing. I really have no idea what it is. So they're still making like wholehearted, big decisions and changes to some of the systems in this game. And so as a result, I just don't have a lot of faith that they're going to make that October 25th date or 26th date. Um, I could be wrong. I'm not a betting man either, so I'm not going to bet on it. But man, no. every every Tuesday that passes without it being the pre-patch. Oh, I know. And have they ever just surprise dropped a pre-patch? I feel like they have, but it's been like a like a Friday before, like a Thursday or a Friday, just being like, surprise, here's the end of the expansion, like pre-patches on Tuesday. But they've never just dropped it quietly on a Tuesday. Yeah, I think they would, considering all the stuff that's going away, like the Brutosaur and like the standard leveling experience. Right. I feel like they would have to give people some kind of warning, but I don't know how much warning is appropriate. I don't know. Uh, I'm ready. Bring it oh, on. I've been ready for months. 
but we were talking about it in Guild the other day of like what date everybody thinks the pre-patch is actually going to be on. And our raid leader actually mentioned that he thought it was going to be on October 6th. He threw it out. He was like, I think they're going to do it like super, super late, either like October 6th or 13th to give them like one or two, like two or three weeks to do the expansion or the pre-patch real quick just to kind of get the event in there, but give them enough time to like really kind of tune everything before launch. And I thought he was full of it because I was like, they've never done a pre-patch that short before, but they're, you know, unless they move it, they're, they're inching towards that. Yeah, so we will find out, obviously, because time marches on beyond our control. So this week, we have some some little things to talk about. And then I thought you and I would share some of our thoughts. And I even asked our guild to give us <laughs> some extra stuff to talk about. Uh, as far as our favorite and least favorite world quests... Because I think that that's a huge part of the game that was not there when I started. And uh, so I I kind of missed their development. And they're also going to be a very big part of the next game or the next expansion. So I thought it'd be neat to kind of talk about our favorites, our least favorites. And we even asked our guild, Legacy of the Illuminati, on Argent Dawn what they thought. And we got a bunch of really cool answers. But first... I want to talk about what uh, some interesting things that I found out about Threads of Fate. Threads of Fate being the alternate leveling experience we talked about a few episodes ago. Yeah. Y- you found it and texted me super excited about it because you mm. completely misread it. Mm-hmm. And uh, which was which was hilarious. But <laughs> the as I do. Hey man, listen. It it was it doesn't make it any less funny, but it turns out that it is kind of interesting and uh, a fair number of people have some feedback to give Liz about it. So here's how we know that it works. You've, you, you, this is obviously on an alt. So you play through your first character, your main, the first one, and you go through an event in the maw. And then once you're completed with the event in the maw, you go through a quest where you basically kind of do a, a, a taste test buffet of the various covenants and their powers while going through quest lines in their zones. And then when you ding 60, then you have to choose a covenant. I mean, I guess theoretically you don't have to, but like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, so you got to pick a covenant and then you move on and you start collecting renown, etc. Alts have a different plan. They have the ability to, once they complete the Maw event, they go talk to a specific NPC and they get to participate and they can choose whether they want to level normally or if they want to you do the threads of fate. Now what the threads of fate does is it automatically completes all of the story quest. So as far as the game is concerned, you have saved the day. You completed all of the story quests. You join a covenant and you do that at level 50. Then you proceed to go through each zone and complete essentially a meta quest in each zone. Okay. Now those meta quests are the, the, the meta quest is to complete activities within those zones. 
And those zones will have their own quests where you'll have stuff that you need to do. Um, and a lot of those things that you need to do are kind of in the same places as the quests you would have done had you done it, quote unquote, for real. And eventually it leads you through all four zones and you theoretically would hit level 60. What apparently happens is because of the way that you gain experience, it looks like you finish it all up by like level 56 and then don't have a lot to do. So, like, the game kind of breaks a little bit because it's not expecting you to finish all the content at 56. Like, for example, you can't get into the Maw at 56 because you haven't completed the – because the quest for that is level 60. Yeah. So, clearly, they're going to work on all this stuff. But some folks, it has given them pause because it – uh, you know, there's one thing to be said about kind of skipping the traditional leveling experience, but the advantage of the tr- traditional leveling experience is that you have quests to do <laughs> that will get Which you to level experience. 60. Yep. So that'll be an interesting thing and an interesting development to see. What do you think? So when we originally talked about the fact that you could kind of skip through and just be like, hey, listen, I've seen this before, which they have done previous times. They did it at this expansion. They did it at the previous expansion where if you are leveling an alt, you can go through specific uh pieces of the campaign or storyline or whatever and say, hey, listen, this isn't my first rodeo. I've done this before. This is tedious. I don't want to do this again. And it'll allow you to skip chunks of it. And I appreciated that because some of the stuff that we have to do the first time around is tedious as heck. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, and I can appreciate the fact that they're like, hey, listen, like, I know you already know all the spoilers. I know you know all the lore of all of the covenants. Do you really want to go through this again? Yes, no. And if it's no, it needs to be enough content to be able to still get you to the end game stuff. So I feel like they're either going to need to either give you extra quests or like those meta quests or whatever in each covenant are going to have to give you like a little bit more just to kind of get you to 60 because you still have to be able to do the alternate path and end at the same goal. You can't fall short because if you already said, hey, I've already done this, I don't want to do this again. You can't go back and just be like, just kidding. I'd like to do your quests, please, and pick them up to get to 60. So you're just going to have to, what, grind killing mobs over and over again? Well, you get world quests. Okay. But the world quests don't give a lot of experience. Right. So I think that's their intention. I think the intention is that you'll use world quests to do it, but I don't really know. Yeah. Then they're <laughs> going to have, you know. they're going to have to bump up the XP given by the world quests or like do it in like the invasion thought process of how they do stuff now where like a specific zone or a specific covenant will give you a little bit more, you know, it, it like intervally on, you know, throughout the week. Yeah. Clearly they have a number of great ways to be able to update it and fix it. Yeah. That's one both of those are viable options. It'll be interesting to see, you know, how it all plays out. I still intend to use it for, you know, some of my characters, although the because the, the advantage comes down to if you 
only need rep or renown. Well, you can't really start getting renown until the end. But like if you needed rep with a specific faction, mm-hmm. being able to start that while you level is pretty good. Yeah. So I think this is great for mount farmers or for anybody who is, you know, trying to do crafting professions and maybe their alt is specifically a crafter and you just need access to a given recipe. So I think that's certainly something that mm-hmm. we're, you know, we'll have to consider when we're making the decision. Sounds like they need some work. And if that that's just an example. And so my presumption is that that's not the only thing that needs a lot of work. So right. that's why I am kind of worried. And this is because they need this to go off right. You know, they mm-hmm. need this expansion to do well. And, you know, we know it'll sell like gangbusters, but man, does the internet like to complain and <laughs> Blizzard needs a win. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, people love to complain on the internet, especially when they're stuck at home. You're right. That is a very big piece of it. If we don't fill that time with playing the game, we will definitely fill that with bitching about it. Yep. So that's the alternate leveling experience, the threads of fate. I'm interested. Obviously, they'll fix it. And if they don't, then I'll just level like a normal person. Mm -hmm. Speaking of leveling, I was watching some YouTube videos and I ran across a group of people who have been testing the various expansions to find out which one is the fastest to level from 10 to 50. Okay. Which one do you think it is? Oh, my guess would be either Northrend or Kata. No. Really? It is, in fact, neither of those two. How what is it? That? Well, it is Four Lords of Draenor. Oh, really? Yeah. That's unfortunate. <laughs> so, apparently, and this is, I don't know the 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 setup really because I haven't really done it but apparently what happened is the uh, the bonus objectives that exist in every zone mm, that you fair. can kind of complete while you're completing the other quests if you use a, a very specific route which trust me I will use while leveling my characters there's and there's actually an add-on that you can download that will tell you the route to use If you do so, you're actually able to get this guy who, even with taking breaks, not really speedrunning it, was able to get from 10 to 50 in five hours and 45 minutes. Damn. All right. Warlords of Draenor. And most of the other ones were at least double that. With that you're still going to be able to get a character from 10 to 50 in like 15 hours, which realistically, if you think about it, you know, even if you really don't play a huge amount, that's a couple of weeks. Yep. It's really not crazy to be able to get an alt up to the to the next level. Now that I know how long it will actually take, I actually think I might be able to carry 10 characters with me into the next expansion at the level cap. When you take into account that I have a demon hunter, which the demon hunter is 98 now, so she'll be 40 something. Mm-hmm. At the so I think forty at the expansion so I I only have to get ten levels you know that's like an hour apparently in uh, Warlords so 
yeah, I'm pretty excited about how fast and I'll, I will find that add on and put the show, the link in the show notes. Cause we all know, well, I don't know if you know, but I love me some stupid add ons that do dumb things. Oh, I do too. Especially if they make my life a lot easier. Yeah. It's going to be pretty wild. So does that change your perspective on when you do finally get to level on all, are you going to, are you going to go for the speed? Or are you going to go to try and relive the past? What do you think? I don't know. I feel like some of them I will probably uh, feel a little nostalgic and want to play specific expansions again. And then there will be some of them that I'm just going to be like, I just want to get this over and done with. And if, especially if there's an add on, you bet your butt, I'm going to just be like, if I got to get this done, I'm going to get it done quick and painless. And it's just going to, I'm just going to put my head down and do the fastest way possible. And if that's through the most annoying (laughs) expansion for me, I guess I'm going to do that. Yeah. The fact that, so let's say 530 is for a particularly skilled player, Mm -hmm. right? Five hours. So even that means somebody crappy like me, (laughs) I feel like, you know, the ability to get it done, like on a Friday and a Saturday night. Right. Right. Like started on Friday, finishing on Saturday. Seems pretty awesome. Now, admittedly, that's not very casual, but because, you know, casual players don't necessarily have that much time on their hands. Right. But the fact that you could do it in a couple of weeks, even if you only play an hour a day, is pretty impressive as far as getting your characters through. And it's going to be right. a great opportunity to do that when the pre-patches drops so that you can get as many alts up to 50 as you can. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you get a little bit of a break and then you're playing new content, which is crazy. We're almost there, yeah. somewhat. So, somewhat. So, they added this thing called World Quests. Somewhere, when did they start doing World Quests? When I did this like it, happen? I think was it was it Warlords. Was it Warlords? Mm-hmm. Well, I think it, it started war- like the bonus objectives during leveling, and then World Quests after the fact. Kind of both started in, as far as I'm aware. Started in Warlords. Hey, you know what the internet will tell us? You know <laughs> if it started before that, it was before my time. Um, I am Googling. Uh, World quests were introduced in Legion huh. as an expansion of the traditional daily quest system from previous expansions. Oh, okay. World quests rotate on different times and they involve greatly varying objectives. Okay, so dailies were has been a thing since like Burning Crusade. Yeah, yeah. And so that's like, what I remember. world quests have only been since Legion. Yeah, I remember daily quests. Right. And I remember when they added those for Burning Crusade because people just needed something to. Originally, it was so that people could make money. <laughs> Because you needed something to be able to fuel your raid repair bills. Right. And so, yeah, th- that's when they added the the dailies. I remember the the Argent tournament grind for the daily quests. And yeah, doing me too. Jousting and doing the this and doing the that. And it was just like, Ugh, woof. <laughs> quests are way more engaging to me. I find it interesting because they're always different. You know, I can have favorites. I can have least favorites that I can skip. And the, the emissary objectives where it's like, you know, you have to complete four or whatever. It gives me like a goal. Yeah. And you know me. I like checking boxes. And they literally check boxes as you complete quests. They do. The there are checkmarks. 
And the fact that you can level a character up the level cap and gear them pretty reasonably using just world quest stuff after a while is pretty good. I've been very happy with being able to kind of grab some gear and slowly increase over time with my various characters. So at this point, you've been doing world quests obviously since Legion. And I've been doing them for all of for all of my time with BFA once I figured out how to do it, because obviously you guys had to teach me how to unlock it. <laughs> Which has been what, like three months, four months? It took me a while. Well, it took me a while because, yeah, I've been playing since March. Yeah, I, and you didn't get into World Quest right away. I didn't because I didn't think it was that important. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I was like, actually, and you, you were should like, probably no, do that. <laughs> you should. And then so you literally made me ride around on your dragon yep. and you brought me to all the places that I needed to go. Yep. So, all right. Why don't we do this? Let's go back and forth a little bit and talk about our favorite world quests. And I even asked some members of our guild Mm -hmm. to see if they would give us some of their favorite and least favorites. So, uh, and we'll, we'll read some of those off and talk about them. So uh, ladies first, what is your favorite world quest? So my favorite world quests when it pops up, is a rune lock chests in Nashatar. There's multiples of them. Usually um, there's at least one, sometimes two, where it's basically like Candy Crush in game, where you basically go and you touch a chest and it pops up this grid of a bunch of different colored runes and you have to match them three in a row or more. And you have to get so many of them to be able to like complete the quest. And I can kick some Candy Crush butt. So this is one of my favorite things to do because I like playing Candy Crush. So it's just like two games that I really enjoy hybrided into one. You're, you're also just kind of glad that all that time you spent playing Candy Crush has finally come in handy. <laughs> right. <laughs> finally paying you know? off. Finally paying off with World Quest. Now, I, you know what? I, I don't think I've found that one. I have found the lay, like the one where you have to move the, the points and, and make the lines not cross. Yeah. But I haven't found the Candy Crush one, but that sounds kind of fun. I'll have to go look go look for it. And yeah, man, I, I was never much of a Candy Crush guy because I'm really bad at it. My wife, though, she absolutely loved Candy Crush so much so that she eventually had to delete it from her phone because she was worried that it was just taking too much time. Oh, same. Um, I had to do that a long time ago. I played it obsessively to the point where I would beat the like I would beat the last level that was available and I would have to wait for expansions <laughs> to come out with more levels. And then I was like, you know what, this is a little bit too much. I need to I need to stop. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean that's good when you when you have an unhealthy relationship with a game, <laughs> you have you to be able. That, right? You have to be able to walk away. I I know all about that. Yep. So my favorite, absolute favorite world quest will do it every time it is up, no exceptions, is the world quest in Najatar. Ulmath the Soulbinder. It's the world boss on the northern part. They've got two, right? Like there's Ulmath and then there's Weki Maro, which is like the weird like bug thing that's to the south, but like to the north, 
northwest or northeast rather there is Ulmath the Soulbinder which is one of them big like squid head things and then two ghosts and they're all together and it's basically like a 40 man raid and I absolutely love it you love it for the sheer nostalgia of it because it gets you close to how it used to be back in like Molten Core and Blackwing Lair. Yeah, it's the only experience I will have in this game that I think, outside of maybe like a PvP battleground, if I hop into those at some point, where I get to get the aesthetic experience of fighting a giant boss with 40 people. Yeah, because you hop into a group and it's just grows and grows. And my favorite part about it, absolute favorite part is when you, you know, when there's one person looking for a group and you join them and you're two people and then slowly it grows. And as like those first handful of people go until you attack knowing that more people are going to join and just kind of throw their bodies into it like that feeling of anticipation as these heroes from across the Alliance are all hopping in and just kind of appearing next to each other on their mounts in their crazy armor. Like I really love that moment of Mm -hmm. everybody showing up and kind of getting into position. Even if we don't talk, it's still a really cool, you know, on your left moment, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I definitely. So the world bosses for me have always been kind of like that nostalgia point where I get to feel like Ed did back in vanilla or a little bit of BC, not so much in the 40 man aspect, but just in like the big rate aspect where we got to feel like we're a part of something bigger. We get to do something cool. There's something that takes a lot of people and coordination but like but that that fight is just straight chaos oh it's absolutely i will say i think the reason i do like that fight is because i have two mains one of them being a paladin where i can kind of live through most of that stuff because i'm also a very well geared paladin and my other character is a hunter who can do all of the stuff that she needs to do on the run yep that's true. So I don't have to get very close, and I like it. All my other characters, I struggle with it on, but I still do it, even though I die a lot. Yeah. Because I feel like I just, you know, it's just such a fun experience. And I've never wiped, ever. So, like, I guess maybe I came in late where everybody had figured it out. Yeah, I was going to say, I have when, like, new bosses come up and people are figuring it out. And then I have when, like, you don't quite have the 40 people. You only have, like, 10 and people think that they're fine and they'll pull the boss and you're like, oh, this was more than I could could handle. Crap. (laughs) Well, the first time I got there, I didn't realize... That like the the elite frame around the, I didn't realize that the golden elite frame around the quest meant that it was a world boss. I had oh. no idea. So he showed up, and I was like, "All right, this is a big monster," and I just went up and I hit it. <laughs> <laughs> and did you last all of three seconds? <laughs> Barely. I didn't even have time to bubble. It was yeah. crazy because he just wrecked my face, and I was like, yep. "Oh, why is that?" And then I went and was like, "Oh, I must have done something wrong," and then I went and did it again. 
course you did. Really, that was not a great strategy. No. Did you finally end up looking at the health pool and realizing it was like 30 times your health? I just left. Oh. You know, but uh, now I know. I was like, oh, that thing's got like 20 million hit points. That's a lot. I shouldn't be doing this. I can't do this by myself. Now, Wekimaru, the one that is at the towards the south, I actually could solo that one now. He is soloable <laughs> by me. I've done it a few times. Or, all right, solo is probably not the right word. Like, you can do it with a very small group. I've done it with, like, one horde guy. Like, mm-hmm. just shooting him from the other side. Because the advantage to him is he doesn't move. Yeah, that's skills. true. And if you dodge out of the swirly electric stuff, you're in pretty good shape. So, but my favorite, and I love all the world bosses, but my favorite is the other guy. What's it? Ulmath, the soul seeker. Yeah. So what is your next most favorite world quest, Dana? So my second favorite uh, world quest is called Shell Game. So basically this is just like, World of Warcraft's version of the memory game. And there is an add-on for this that lets you put a uh, picture up of what gets put, like when you like flip a shell to see what it is, like you can put a little icon on it to know what it is. And you're saying you cheat at memory. Yeah. I cheat at the memory game. It's so easy. And it's so great. It's like, it's almost cathartic. You're just like, Oh yeah, this is so easy. And it's just like, it gives me all the like world quest bonus points. I can get gold from this or war resources or whatever. It's a turtle one. So it's one of three. Like, it's so great when that's one of them. You're just like, done. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I think that's a little cheating. But eh. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Several people in the Legacy of the Illuminati Guild yeah. loved Shell Game. Several people said it because, and a lot of it just comes down to the fact that it's relatively low key. It is relatively simple, especially if you have an add-on and cheat. But I like it because my daughter likes it, and that means she'll do it for me. Here's a conundrum. Is it better to have my daughter do it or use an add-on to get it done? Which one is the, the better way to get it done without having to do it legitimately? So one gets it done for you where you don't have to do it at all. But one gets it done faster. So it just depends. Like if you can just like let her go and like do other things while she's doing it for 10 minutes, you're fine. But if you want to like get in and get out and just get the turtles done, then having the add-on will get you in and out of that in like two minutes. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. My favorite or my second favorite is a whole category. Okay. I love all the ones where it is go kill this specific dude. Yeah, love those it. those are pretty great. It's they make me so happy. <laughs> and that's my head cannon. All the people telling me are just the goofiest, stupidest people. And I'm like, so there's this guy and you just gotta go. And like they're obviously very serious quests because if you're killing someone that is just a guy, you know, we we've killed dragons, we killed Ragnaros a bunch of times. Like we shouldn't be killing like street criminals, you know? Fair. You don't send the silver surfer to like stop muggings in Central Park. 
You know what I mean? That's just a little excessive. And that's sending us is, is kind of the equivalent of that. But I absolutely well, love. A little too overqualified for the job. Yeah, overqualified for this job. So with that said, again, I absolutely love go get that one guy. It's just mm-hmm. it's so efficient. When I get my World Quest emissaries done, and right now, for example, because of the rep bonus, I'm doing it with – I'm I'm doing all of them on uh, Dorngard, my main. I haven't really messed around on all of them. And really with Dorngard, it's just because I'm exalted with all the factions. So it's all about getting the the emissary caches, which are three to 5,000 gold, which oh, is madness to me. Yeah. yeah, the Paragon ones. Like, you got to do that. So I'm just doing it with Dorn. And I, I thought about trying to do it with other characters, but it's just too late. But next expansion, <laughs> I will be in better shape because I'm going to be trying to do at least a little bit more. I don't know. I'm going to have to come up with like a rotation if I'm going to have 10 alts. Yeah. Because there's no way I'm doing 10 emissary things a day. Like that's madness. That's a lot. Like I can probably do two every day. And then I'll probably do like a rotation of the other eight, you know, two at a time. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. The so anyway, so what is your next most favorite? So my third top uh, world quest is the calligraphy one. Yeah. And it's just for the sheer fact that it's so quick and easy. You go, you talk to a turtle, you go, hey, I'd like to do this calligraphy thing. They're like, cool, got you. Go trace this one simple shape around me real quick and you're good. And it's like a square, a triangle, a circle, and you're done. That's it. It's so easy. So I want to talk about this one a little bit. (laughs) When it is fast, it is definitely fast. Mm -hmm. But when it is slow, like if you're just not on your groove, you're in trouble. And you you teeter-totter off the line. Ugh, It's so bad. I am so (laughs) bad at this. So there are three. Mm -hmm. And so one is a circle. One is a square and one's a triangle. Yep. Right. So that's just kind of where they are. The circle is relatively easy for me. Like I, I, I get that one. The triangle, it took me a while to get it the first time because, you know, I use landmarks to figure out where I'm supposed to run. Mm-hmm. But that square <laughs> absolutely kills me every single time. Do you have the add-on? There's an add-on? There's an add-on that will literally pop up a little icon next to you and will have the uh, calligraphy shape outlined for you and it will show you where the lines are and where you have to turn. And you just trace it on that little grid. It's so much easier. I'm so mad because no, I didn't know. That. <laughs> I will have I'm to figure sure. out which one it is, but I will let, I will give it to you. All right. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter much now because I'm because uh, one thing I am comfortable saying is unless they do a like BFA. Well, you know what? I can't say never say never because I, I I bet that whenever there's two thousand gold on the line, I'll probably come back and do the the two thousand gold ones on all my alts sure. going back to BFA. And also, there's something to be said, like if they do another, hey, all the, you know, BFA fashions, you get double, you, you get double the rep. I'd be like, all right, I guess I got to go back for a while. <laughs> so my third favorite and this one, now that I remember it, because honestly, we're, we're rocking this in real time, folks. This might be my absolute favorite is in Freehold. 
or near Freehold, there is a world quest where you have to get into a giant parrot and fly around and poop on a hundred pirates. Oh, that pooping one. Okay. You said pooping one and I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, have there been multiple pooping ones? No, that's why I was really confused. I was like, when what? have we ever pooped on anything? But you're right. We do. We get to be oh, a parent. We get to poop on things. And my, and I just love <laughs> the reactions that they have. Because the NPCs obviously are not pleased that they just got pooped on. Right. As one does. I have a negative reaction to being pooped on also. Same. So, and as as parents, yep. clearly that has occurred. So, but you have a sense of smell. You actually know when it happens. This I is don't. true. I don't. The one time that it really happened, I had no idea until oh. Jenna told. And it was, I had to throw that shirt away, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I absolutely love, because you know I love absurdity. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm 12, so I like poop jokes. Same. And there is nothing funnier to me than getting into a giant, like the, the getting into a giant parrot and pooping on a hundred pirates. <laughs> like when I realized that that's the quest that I was doing, like that that's what was happening. Yeah, I loved every minute of it. Yeah. I laughed so hysterically, and every time I do it, I call one of my kids over. <laughs> like, hey guys, check out this world quest I'm doing. Check it out. <laughs> Pooping on pirates. And uh, the only one that finds it funny is Jake. My middle he, I was going to say because he's also 12, but he's not 12 yet. Close enough. It'll be 12 in October. That's fair. Uh, oh, God. Is she really almost 12? Oh, huh? man. I said, is he really almost 12? Yeah. <sighs> Dude, have you seen the pictures? He was they like are... seven. <laughs> like three I mean, it was seconds a while. ago. Yeah, I mean, it was a while ago. That was a long. That was a that was a long time ago. My friend. Those are our favorites. I yep. did throw a shout out into the guild chat to ask people for their advice on, not advice, but their thoughts on their favorites. And so we got some others. Uh, Dracon, the uh, guild retribution paladin, or one of them, as there are several, but he's the guy is he loved the shell game also mm-hmm. he because he liked you know because it's low key and relatively simple and you know it's a change of pace considering his his normal process of existence is running around and hitting things with a big hammer it this gives him a nice little break so there's that fade one of our uh, resident guild money makers her favorites are the calligraphy quests like you she likes the leyline chest in Najatar. so in I Nagitar, do like those too there's like the these puzzle boxes so you've got you mentioned the candy crush one the other one is i was really bad at it until all of a sudden i had this like come to jesus moment with this puzzle <laughs> where i went oh this is how this works and then and now i absolutely love them and i would literally play a mobile game of just that yeah same you know what I mean? Like if they were just like, here's a hundred levels of this growing more and more complex over time, they give us a dollar. I'd be like, yes, sir. You may have a dollar. <laughs> no question. Blizzard. I don't know. I, I'll be honest. Some of these like mini game things. I don't know why Blizzard hasn't released them as mobile games, right? but 
you know, make a couple bucks. Who cares? Let us link our Blizzard accounts to them and earn mounts and pets and stupid crap. Seriously. So get get that paper. Anyway, so she likes the Leyline Chest one where you are kind of clicking on different points and trying to swap their position in order to make lines that are attached to those points not intersect anymore. And it's really like I, the first time I did it, I was like, it was just random. I was just clicking. I didn't know what I was doing. Same. And now I can read the matrix and it's so much more fun. Dracon also shared one of his favorites is at Aram stand in Drusfar, which is his favorite zone. <laughs> there is a world quest that pops up every once in a while. It's not very common, but when it does, basically there's a bunch of refugees there <laughs> and the, some of the refugees are witches. And the only way to find out if they're a witch is to poke them and with, see a stick. If they, with a stick to see if they cry. You're actually poking them with a needle. Oh, that's right. It is a needle. But it's been, I just like imagine cry. going around with like a like a really sharp stick and just being like, "You, what are you hiding? Yeah. Are you and witch?" Some them, and <laughs> some of them turn into the wicked witch of the Drusvar. Yep. And some of them do not. And so, and so you've got to, you know, the, the quest has two parts. You got to do that part, but you also got to run around finding like these weird demon Blair Witch Project dream catchers. And it is so he that he actually really likes that one. I think a lot of that is because he just loves Drusvar. So that gives, yeah. that gives like a everything in Drusvar is graded on a curve for him. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like everything is just like five points better. And you know what? More power to him. Uh, Fade also told us about one of the pet battle world quests where there's apparently a guy you can get in pet battles with him and eventually he loses all of his bees. And I think that's kind of funny. Although I'm going to be honest, the pet battling came after I left and I have a bunch of pets because if you sit in our guild, people will just give you pets. That's true. And so I have like an army of pets and you know when you go through old content and stuff you you just find some and so i've got all these pets and i have a bunch of little pet badges like little like tokens little charms or whatever yeah i don't know what to do with any of them eventually i think before the pre-patch one of my projects is to actually like figure out how to make make use of my pets cuz yeah. there are pet world quests mm-hmm. and apparently they're relatively easy yeah. so yeah, we'll give it. A, we're we're going to learn. Yeah. So so those are our favorites. Let's talk about the ones we don't like. The I'll ones start we avoid. <laughs> ones we avoid. I'm going to start. I do not like the penguin surfing. I hate it. I've only ever it. done that one once. I'm neutral on this one. It takes too long is really my big issue. So for me, yeah. world questing is an efficiency thing. One of the reasons I like it is to see how fast I can get my world quests done. And that one is just there is never a world quest in that region that is not faster than that. That's fair. And so I struggle with that part because the other thing is like you can get almost all the way to the very end and then fail. True. And then have to start all over again. And I know like ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. And it's going to get even worse for me next expansion. By the way, speaking of things that I ain't got time for, I predict that my number one most hated next time will be the Flappy Bird World Quest because they added a Flappy Bird. Oh, I know. I heard about that. And I was terrible at that app. 
Yeah, I'm going to be it's going to be rough. Uh, my oldest is is apparently a Flappy Bird master. Oh, you just make him do it then. So I think that's what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to have to I think I'm going to just have to have him do it. I mean, we we are trying to bribe him with uh, a new by getting him a new computer. So maybe if I get him a new computer next year so that he can play World of Warcraft with me, yeah, he's going to have to like as part of it. Like part of the agreement is that he's going to have to do my Flappy Bird quest. There you go. Because I am, ain't nobody got time for for that. So what is one of your least favorites? Okay, so I'm going to go in like least, least favorite to like worst, least favorite. Sure. So the, the, the best of the bottom for me is like the beachhead slash circle of life. Uh, world quests, which is the turtles, where you either become like the turtles trying to get to the water and you have to shoot down the birds and the crabs trying to eat them or you are the crabs trying to eat the turtles. And you have to like either get 12 turtles to the water or like eat 12 turtles. And it is just such a tedious stupid quest. I hate that quest so much. <laughs> I stopped doing the turtle quest for a really long time because Beachhead would just bother me so much. Okay. This is not I get my it. favorite. I get it. I really do. I struggle with that one. It's just not, it, you're right, it's just not my jam. Yeah. It's not the thing that I would like to do. So, uh, I am the... All right. I'm just trying to think, you know, what I'm doing is I actually brought up the map to double check my work mm-hmm. and give myself a little bit of a reminder. I the the one that I don't like the where is it? Where is it? Is it here? No, the there's one that I don't like that is in Stormsong Valley and it's off to the left and it's to do with the bees. Where you got to pick, like, I don't like the ones where you go to a spot and you pick up an item and it sounds like it's going to be easy. And then you have this, like, massive run around the world quest chain that, like, you know, it's like, no, I I just want to go to a place and do a thing, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, I'm definitely not about the fill this bar by killing a bunch of stuff or, like get this many of this thing that is not a hundred percent guaranteed drop. Like any of the, the grindy type world quests I skip. Yeah. I will do them now. If in a pinch only because I play a paladin and I can just like run around in a circle and gather like 20 dudes and then consecrate them down. Yeah. You're a, you're a DPS person. I am a healer. It's not, it's not my jam. Can't you just, like, change your spec? I mean, I can, but I'm also not built. I don't have, like, extra gear to, like, swing that way. Like, everything is so have, like, all the healing Azerite traits and everything. So I just, I'm, I'm gimping myself if I change. Whereas, like, I did a quest the other day in Nashatar where I had to do um, the eggs where you, like, throw the... Uh, catcher net or whatever to like yeah. get the 20 eggs or whatever and I I had 19 out of 20 and I had to go get one that was like in the middle of a pack and I somehow aggroed like 15 things and they all followed me to the edge of the world 
And I was just like, all right, here's where I make my last stand. Cool. And I dropped like healing tide totem and healing rain. And I just like spammed the crap out of chain lightning and I survived. It took me a long time, but I survived. That's the nice thing about being a healer is that you can spam heal yourself back up. Whereas like it might take 15 years to kill something. But you eventually do it, and you survive. I, I'm going to be that guy in the next expansion with uh, Dorngard. Like, I'm not going to build two sets for him. I just mm-hmm. am not going to have time for that. Right. But I'm pretty fortunate on Dorngard right now that I actually – I refer to myself as a healer, but my highest eye-level set is actually my retribution set. Mm-hmm. I mean, by like one and a half. But still, they're pretty equal then. Technically, well, I mean, yes, but technically it is higher. So, you know, and technically correct is the best kind of correct. So (laughs) the uh, you've heard that joke before. I am. sure. Yes, I have. I'm sure you've heard that more times than does that bother you? Should I not say that phrase? No, it's it's Um, fine. (laughs) So, okay. Speaking of my absolute least favorite, Mm -hmm. my absolute least favorite world quest, no joke, is the one you were just talking about. The one on Najatar where you have to go teleport the eggs. I hate it because it's it seems like it's going to be so easy, but you always have to fight stuff. And I really don't want to do that. Like, I'm not about that life. I want to like I want to either kill a guy or no guys. It's not that bad if there are other people doing the quest while you're doing it. If there are other people there, it's really easy. If there's no one else there, you're just like, well, crap. (laughs) Like, I'm going to have to fight everybody and their mother in this area, which is what I had to do when I was talking about it before. Like, I just had to fight the entire zone of, you know, Naga by myself. Yeah, it was intense. It was intense. So what is your least favorite? So my second least favorite is the one, I don't remember the specific name of it, but it's where you have to. This is your third least favorite. No, second. I did the the beachhead. Oh, my bad. I've just been going crazy out of order. All right, go ahead. You're fine. So the second one for my bottom is the one where you have to do the Azerite Absorb. Um, so you kill the elementals and then you have to use your neck on their dead bodies to absorb the Azerite and fill a bar. You don't like that one? <sighs> because I always forget to use the stupid neck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah, it's just work. kill the mobs and grind the bar or like use the neck on the specific blue spots, that's easy. But if it's the you have to kill the mobs and then use your neck to absorb the Azerite off of them, I will always forget the Azerite, like using the neck for like yeah. 20 mob kills. And then I'm like, why is my bar not moved? And then I'm like, oh, crap. And then I have to go back or like I'm killing stuff and other people are tagging them and they'll mine the elementals and the bodies disappear. And then I don't get the, the Azerite either. And I'm just mm, this. I hate that quest so much. I, I skip it if I can. So interesting, and this is totally uh, like essentially off topic, but the Azerite quest that I love the most out of the Azerite quests mm-hmm. is the one where you have to heal the wounds just because it feels like a little yes. bit of a self-action game to me where it's like, oh, let me try and get that without getting attacked by anybody. Yes. Because usually it's maybe there's a few mobs, but there's usually like one big roamer like being a yeah. jerk. Mm-hmm. And I I do enjoy that one. And I I like to see if I can get all five wounds without having to fight anything. That's my Yeah, I, I do that too. 
It's really hard on a holy paladin or a retribution paladin, by the way, because, you know, plate, it makes noise. Uh, I would presume <laughs> if I were a druid or a rogue, I would rock that pretty hard. Yeah, I'm sure so anyway. rogue or druid is pretty easy because they're stealthy. I don't know how my druid is going to be stealthy because he's a big fat guy, but like, whatever, we'll figure it out. <laughs> All right. Have I done three that I don't like? Did You've I just- done two. Two. Okay. Can you tell it's been a long day? Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So my last and absolute least favorite is the wedding guest one at uh, Waycrest Manor. Okay. Or like near it. Like in yeah. that like Yeah, it's apple. like outside it. So it's the one where you have to like it's got like three different things you got to do and you got to find the presence and you got to kill the invaders and you got to rescue the people. There's just so many different things that you have to do. Yeah. Like I really prefer to either kill one guy or click a few things. That is 30 different things that you have to do for that quest. Yeah. It's easy, but it's just time consuming. And again, my, my concern with world quest is that I always want to be efficient with my time. Right. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, if they're, Equal in value, killing one thing versus doing 30 things, like you're going to go to the one thing every time. Yes. So it's it's one of those things where it's like if you have a lot to do or like I said earlier, like if there's a low drop rate for something that you have to get for the quest, like it's just it's it's non viable. Yep. I agree with you a thousand percent, a thousand thousand percent. <laughs> I'm bajillion percent. A bajillion. Okay. Yep. So, and what is your absolute least, least favorite? So my absolute least favorite to the point where I have done it one time and I will never, ever, ever do it again is best <laughs> in show. The stupid equestrian jumping quest. with Oh, Cooper. oh. Okay, that one doesn't even count as a world crest for me. Yes, it does. <laughs> I, it, do, it is one, but like I hate it so much, I refuse to acknowledge that it is. Exactly. Exists. Like I was going through when you were like, hey, let's do our top and bottom quests or like favorite quests or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, cool. I got my top three real easy. I got my bottom two. Let me find a third. And I was like doing a bunch of Googling. And I was like, I don't even remember what quests there are because I haven't done world quests in a really long time. And I was just reading through a forum and somebody was just like, yo, best in show. And I was like, oh my God, I completely forgot that that was even a thing because I have blocked it out of my memory. It's so annoying. Yeah, I hate that entire mechanic. Like I abandoned that whole zone while I was doing the quests. And when I needed, so remember when I needed Proudmore rep because I needed to be exalted because I wanted the Kulturian humans. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I could just go do these quests because I bet you there's a bunch of rep there. And I was like, you know what? No, out of principle, I refuse. (laughs) Yeah, as soon as I was able to like skip that whole area, I was like, bye-bye, I'm gone. I don't want to do this. This is stupid. Like, I hated the fact that there was even just, like, an actual quest in a quest line that you had to do the equestrian jumping crap with him. Like, that was just so stupid. Yeah, it sucked. It made me very upset. So we did ask in Guild if anybody else had some. And so people kept it mostly positive, but we did get two that people absolutely hate. One of them... And I and I agree with them. It's not like in my bottom three or whatever, but saving pickles in Najatar. Pickles is the little oh, jellyfish yeah. thing in a bubble. And so you got to bounce was one on of the Jason's, bubbles. That was one of Jason's top three and or bottom three. 
in yeah. his like least favorite things to do is he's like, there's no cheat mechanic to that. It's literally just, you have to have the perfect angle to jump up and get him. Yep. I remember the first time I thought I was so clever when I flew up there and I was like, wait, <laughs> nope, I talked to the guy at the bottom. You can't fly. No, but you can't, you can't just talk to the guy and then fly up. You got to right. bounce on the bubbles. Yep. Which is, I mean, it makes sense because, you know, it's a be, you know, changes the mechanics, but like, whatever, just let me, just let me fly. Okay. <laughs> I worked real hard to be able to fly. Another one that we got was the freehold dungeon world quest pieces of eight. Fade was not a fan of that one. She specifically will not do it unless she absolutely must. And that's just like doing the dungeon, right? More or less. But it adds some extra crap. Yeah. I've only done it once and I don't particularly remember, but it does add it makes the a dungeon that is truthfully kind of annoying mm-hmm. and makes them more makes it more annoying. Fair. So that's it. That's the yeah. that's that's the news we got regarding the world quests. So yeah. we made it through episode eleven of yeah. EFG LFG PST, and we are one hour closer Dude. to Shadowlands. I really hope that by episode twelve we have a dang freaking pre-patch date. Like I this has been what four episodes now that we're waiting for this stupid date. Yeah, at this point, it's a bit. At this point, this we don't we just don't have one. We'll figure it out. It'll be fine. We'll make we'll make it work. So everybody, thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed listening as much as Dana and I enjoyed recording it, which is a lot, by the way. So we will see you next week where we will I don't know what we're gonna talk about because we're running out of topics because Hopefully uh, we have a pre-patch or something yeah, to talk about. Hopefully we have a, ple- a pre-patch event, but we'll figure something out. Until next time, don't forget to get, get your family game on. We'll see you after the reset. Bye now.